It's exciting to be here. It's the first time I've, I've been to Kalamazoo uh, one other time. I was visiting uh, Scott and Stephanie Jones before, but I never actually came into uh, New Day Church. So this is a big privilege for me. Um, and I know, just to speak for the team, we're excited to be here this weekend uh, just to be able to give back uh, to you guys. You guys have given us a lot of support uh, over the last four or five years financially and just uh, spiritually and everything. So just the chance to come and give a little bit back to you is something we're very excited about. Um, just uh, real short, uh, what I do down in um, South Carolina is, what if I step down in here real quick? Uh, what I do in South Carolina is I'm the head of the prophetic ministry, and also I coordinate some of the outreaches and everything like that. So I was coordinating everything with this, and uh, we also are doing a Haiti trip in a few weeks. So that's a little bit about me, uh, but I don't really like to talk about myself. If anybody knows knows me real well, I'm not a big talker about myself. But I am like a kid in a candy store right now because of the presence of God is just so thick. Okay, so I'm I'm like I'm on edge. So I, I don't want to talk about myself and I don't want to you know, go on and on. So, but we are. Let's go ahead and stand up because I just really want to. I just really want to tap into tap into this and just keep going with this. Um, you know, just what Cameron said, you know, the Holy Spirit is in you. It is Christ in you the hope of glory? Christ in you the hope of glory. There's nothing that you have to do. He's, it's not about who you are, it's about who He is. And the Holy Spirit is the seal of the promise of your salvation. He is the seal. He is the ever-presence of God. He does not leave you. So that means you do not leave the presence of God. You're always in heavenly places. And the atmosphere of the prophetic is hope. Always, always hope. So is Christ in you the hope of glory? And hope is not frail. It is not the dirty four-letter word that we've made it out to be, as I hope something might happen. No, this is something that is sure. This is something that is going to happen. This is the desire that God has put in you, the dreams that He has put in you. So this is what we're going to do. Just, this is just representing, um, you know, it's not necessarily a body part or anything like that, but just putting right, your hand on your belly. And just, you know, it says, um, springs of living water will spring up from your belly. Okay? And I, I don't believe this is a, this is a, I think he was referring to the Holy Spirit then, and, and, and referring to Christ in you, hope of glory. So, you know, it doesn't matter what I say up here. It is the hunger and the chasing after the Lord that's going to teach you the prophetic. You know, the anointing is what teaches you all things. Right. All I'm here to do is to stir you up a little bit. Okay, I'm just here to say, look, I, I've learned a couple things, or I'm just reminding you of things that you've already learned. But the one who's teaching you is the one who lives within you. So right now, just put your hand on your belt and just, just look at the Lord. 
Just look at the Lord. Right now, already His presence is increased. By just looking at Jesus, that's all you have to do. It's an amazing thing. It's a simple thing. More, Lord. More, Lord. Holy Spirit, just ask you to just confirm the seal upon their hearts right now. Upa. Yopai. Upai, upai, upai. Nyotama. More, Lord, more, Lord, more, Lord. Maki, maki, maki. Upa. Upa. <laughs> you know, Paul says, have joy and hope. <laughs> to have joy and hope is the hope. <sighs> right now, some of you, the Lord is reminding you of past prophetic words that you've had. And you've been rejecting those words because they just have not come to pass. The Lord is reminding you and stirring that up. He is stirring that up within you. You know, this isn't about getting the new prophetic word. This is about the desires the Lord has already put in you. He has not forgotten you. You know, it says in Isaiah, you know, even though... Even though a mother might forget her baby at her breast, the Lord will not forget you. The Lord has not forgotten you. He has a hope and a plan for you. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) This is too much fun. More, Lord. More, Lord. (laughs) You can be seated if you want. And just, you know, even as the message goes on as I'm talking, you know, if if you're just sensing the presence of the Lord and He is just, you know, speaking to you something different, you don't need to listen to me. You know, He's he's smarter than I am. Um, And He has a lot more revelation than I can ever give to you. Um, And, you know, the aspect of the prophetic, um, the prophetic is all about the desire to seek Him. It is not about future. It is not about the things we will get. It is not about, you know, or it's not even about what we can prophesy into somebody, like, you know, dates, times, and ministry callings and everything about that. It is about seeking the Lord. It is about intimacy. And, you know, the desire of the Lord is to communicate with us. One of the one of the scriptures that I, I wrestled with for years upon years, like the prophetic is this one of those subjects that I just love. Uh, when I gave my, my um, life back to the Lord, it was like one of the first subjects that I was curious in. And, and um, it really took me a year. I, I grew up in the church, but I th- the only problem about growing up in the church is you, and then you come back to the Lord, you still have assumptions. Right. You still think you know everything. Um, and I still think I know everything, but um, 
but the problem is I've learned that when I think I know everything, it's usually when I know nothing. Um, and it was a year uh, I came back to the Lord. My parents went up to uh, Toronto. Um, Toronto was having a big renewal and revival up there. And they came back. I see and change, give my life back to the Lord. And for the next year, I wanted to go up to Toronto. I was just like, when are we going to go up to Toronto? Begging my parents to go up to Toronto. And, you know, and I was during that year, I was getting, you know, reading books and everything like that. And so I, I thought I knew what it was, what prophetic was and everything like that. You know, I mean, I grew up in this, uh, Someone's of God church and everything. And, you know, they believed in the gifts of the spirits and everything. But, you know, and I've I seen prophecy work. It is a little bit different of a uh, paradigm in which we, we work in now. But I was familiar with it. But, you know, I didn't know a lot about it. So I went up to Toronto. It was a year later. I went up to Toronto. And what I wanted when I went up there is I wanted to fall down, shake, and what everybody else was doing. Okay, that's what I was wanting to happen. And um, so we, I went up there, and the, there was a, I forget his name, no, uh, but it was an Irish guy. And he was, he talked, it was like three or four nights, he talked about intimacy with God. And, you know, it was really good. I was like, man, it was a really good message. But, you know, I'd go back to the prayer line, and I, I wanted to, something happened so bad that I'd even give a couple courtesy falls um, just to be like, you know, I wanted it so bad. And But the fact of the matter is I walked away from that weekend very, very discouraged uh, because nothing happened. I didn't feel anything. Everybody else around me, is, you know, and I was like, ugh. But I was driving home, and I, I remember it like it was yesterday. This question dropped into my heart that pretty much changed my life was, what does God sound like? It was the simplest question, and it came out, it just seemingly came out of nowhere. And I was just like, what does God sound like? And, and it almost is a, is a sense of humility that came over me, and I realized, I don't know what God sounds like. Yeah. And... You know, we're going to go in as the weekend goes on. Tomorrow we're going to talk about a lot more practical ways to hear God's voice. And we're in, um, the team has some great teachings. And we're going to do a lot of activations and everything like that. Um, so we'll go into that later. But the big thing was, at that moment, it created a desire in me to seek. Yeah. I wanted to know what God sounded like. I wanted to know Him. And so over the next months, I, you know, I began to, you know, I'd get home from school, from um, university at the time, and I would just wait in my room. I would just wait, and I would just wait, and I would just wait. And little by little, I began to hear his voice. And, then, and so that began my journey of getting to know the Lord, getting to know his voice. And I, and I have to say, it is the one of the things... I would have to say it's the single thing that has kept me going over the last 15 years. Because what it's done for me is when I, when I felt like the worst person alive, when I got into things I shouldn't have got into, when um, I just felt no way God would love me, or I had the temptation of just quitting, I was just like, I can't quit because if I quit, I'll never get to hear God again. And that, and 
I have to say that is the most beautiful thing is to hear just one word from him. It's the most beautiful thing just to hear him whisper your name or just to hear him say, hey, it's okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be good. He doesn't have to give you a big, long, you know, dissertation on, you know, how creation happened or some, you know, deep theology or some great, amazing revelation. But the simplest thing is it's going to be okay. And every time, how do you know it's him? Every time hope happens. Every time hope happens. And... And then I wrestled with the one scripture because, you know, we always want to say our, our doctrines want to mainly come out of the Gospels. And so I, I, like to, I, I like to debate, I like to think, I like to, you know, I just, I like to wrestle with things, okay? And it's just one of those things I, I love to, uh, Sarah's sister Amy, me and her love to, talk politics and I love to grade Amy and, and, and purposely go on the opposite side of Amy's um, knowledge just just because I like to do that. And and I, I just love I love just trying to I, I just part of me. I just I love history. I, I just love trying to figure things out. But there's one scripture that just I could not figure out and that is John one one. And to me, it was just, let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and read John 1.1. 1, 1. And most people, everybody knows that. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. I'll be honest with you, 10 years, this perplexed me. I had no idea what this meant. And the other end of it is I wanted to marry Something in the gospel is about hearing God's voice and Mary, you know, what it is hearing God's voice right now. And there's not, you know, Jesus, you know, there's a few other places, you know, my sheep hear my voice and everything. And I was like, Lord, I want, want something a little bit more concrete. And, and then all of a sudden, he began to reveal a couple of things to me. And I, I found out the meaning of the word, word. And sometimes it's so simple, you know, you overthink it. And that was my problem, I was overthinking it. And the word, word, in the Greek is logos. And what logos means is spoken and unspoken word. Word still in the mind. The simplest form of that is called communication. Jesus is the communication of God. It's not just that he is going to talk to you. It's who he is. It's his nature. In the scriptures, when they, when they have a, a name for God, it's not just referring to what they call him. It's called, referring to his nature. His nature is communication. His desire is to communicate. And I got a quote from A.W. Tozer, which is just a great... (laughs) I'm glad somebody's happy. (laughs) Uh, Which I I don't think I could have said this more elegant, uh, so simply and everything like that, is 
This is what he said. He says, an intelligent, plain man, untaught in truths of Christianity, coming upon this text would likely conclude that John meant to teach that it is the nature of God to speak, to communicate his thoughts to others, and he would be right. A word is a medium by which thoughts are expressed, and the application of the term to the of the term to the internal son leads us to believe believe that self expression is inherent in the Godhead, that God is forever seeking to speak himself out to his creation. The whole Bible supports the idea. God is speaking. Not God spoke, but God is speaking. He is, by his nature, continuously articulate. He fills the world with his speaking voice. Right from the beginning, this is where John was referring to, is in the beginning, what did God do? Spoke. God was continually speaking. And through the Bible, it is always God spoke to Adam and Eve. God spoke to Noah. God spoke to Abraham. God spoke to the prophets. God spoke, you know, to Israel. I mean, just God spoke. That was what he did. He was continually speaking. He created the universe by speaking. And he communicated by speaking, by dreams, visions, by words. He just, that is who he is. He desires to speak. But there was a problem that happened. He created Adam and Eve for relationship. And obviously the key to any relationship is what? Communication. Communication. And so the fall happened. And we see um, just a slide from men and women hearing the voice of God. It got so bad that in Exodus, in Exodus 20:18, this was this was Israel's response to Moses when Moses uh, uh, came down from the mountain. When the people saw the thunder and lightning and heard the trumpet and saw the mountain and smoke, they trembled with fear. They stayed at a distance and said to Moses, Speak to us yourself and we will listen. But do not have God speak to us or we will die. You see, when, when sin entered in, we got shameful, we got fearful. And so our reaction was, is we did not want to hear God. It wasn't that God wasn't speaking to us. We wanted to hear, He wanted to speak to us. We no longer wanted to speak. They hear Him speak. I'm sorry. We no longer wanted to hear Him speak. And so, we, matter of fact, got afraid of Him. We pushed Him off. And we built barriers within us. We're afraid. I mean, if you think about it, it is a sort of a, is a scary thing for the God of the universe to speak a word to you. That's sort of fearful. Okay? Matter of fact, a lot of people, uh, the idea of the prophetic now is unfortunately, you know, people prophesying sin and, you know, bringing out the negative out of somebody. They're afraid of the prophet because they're afraid the prophet's going to uh, speak out something negative, that God's going to call the negative album, so they stay away from the prophetic. You know, and unfortunately, some people have um, made a bad name for it. But that's not the nature of God. That's not who He is, and that's not what He has done um, in the cross and in the new um, in the new covenant. Okay, but God's intention was always to restore that. 
Okay, he spoke that continually in the prophets. Um, I think one of my favorite ones is in Jeremiah 31. He says, In this covenant I will make with the house of Israel after that time, declares the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts. I will be their God and they will be my people. No longer will a man teach his neighbor or a man his brother saying, Know the Lord, because they will all know me from the least to them to the greatest. And also in Joel, this is a very popular one. In the last days, I will pour out my flesh and uh, my spirit on all flesh. Sorry, <laughs> you know. And your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Right. And what he was saying it wasn't just about the gift of prophecy, but his it was his desire to communicate with us, his desire to to create you know the the atonement so that we can have relationship with the Lord. Alright. And so we move into that. Sorry, I got away from my notes a little bit, so. So now we enter into the new covenant. And I think it's amazing. I mean, Jesus himself, both the Lamb of God and the Word of God. I don't think that was an accident, do you? The atonement for our sin. Our faith, righteousness, okay? Automatically, we, he, we can hear His voice. Yeah. It is what He died for, is to have relationship. Wow. Just very simple. It's not a crazy concept. It's a very simple concept. And God purposely put those two together in Christ. Another way you could look at it is Christ is the communication of who God is. His desire to, to fulfill the law. His desire to look at you righteously. And the desire to have a hope in the future for you. All the prophets and all the law was wrapped up in Him. All the good promises is wrapped up in Christ. So when we simply have faith... And what Christ did, very simple, we are righteous. Father looks at us as righteous to look at us just as He looks at His Son. And so right there, we have access to Him. And He sealed that with the Holy Spirit. And so now we have free communication with God. Free communication. We... I know I'm repeating myself with the free communication, but to me, to me, this was one of the hardest things to grasp. I love the prophetic, and I have to say, I'm only grasping this in the last couple of years, that how free this is. And not just that I can access this, but His desire to communicate with me. This is something that He died for, was to, to communicate with me, to have relationship with me, and His desire to communicate. Yeah. He wants to communicate with you. He wants to speak to you. He is stirring. He is hungry to speak to you tonight. He is stirring and hungry for you to come and just sit and listen to Him. Right. He is he's wanting you to chase out the mysteries. He is wanting you to, to just, you know, 
wonder at him. He's not asking you to understand it all. He's just asking you to seek him. And we're not going to understand everything. You know, sometimes, yeah, the prophetic can seem very mis- mysterious. And sometimes it with, I don't understand this dream and everything like that. Well, the point is, is that you go and you inquire of the Lord to understand the dream. Yes. Yes. And that is the journey, journey to understand who He is. And that is the journey to, to you begin to know Him. There's many times where the Lord has spoken something to me. And, and literally it has taken ten years yep. to figure out what it meant. Yep. Ten years to figure out what it meant. But it wasn't that, it wasn't that I needed to know that so bad. It was I got to learn the nature of God while pursuing that. Right. And when that answer was His nature. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of what the word of the um, John 1.1 1, 1 was for me. I learned the nature of God. I learned that He is, he is full of desire. He is full of passion. And He is full of desire and full of passion for me. And that is where, you know, as we go on this weekend, as we, you know, you're going to receive some prophetic ministry, and we're also going to activate you some, and we're going to, we're going to stretch you and everything like that. And sometimes, you know, it's easy to get caught up. You know, we'll talk about, you know, the gifts of prophecy and, and everything like that. And I'll talk a little bit even about that tonight. I'm trying to see what my time is and everything. Um, but the center thing that I want you guys to understand, and my, my desire for you guys this weekend, is the hunger to hear His voice. Yes. You know, it's just that desire to run after Him, and that desire to, to sit and wait to hear Him. Yeah. And not... It's not about chasing the next prophetic word and seeing what your calling is going to be. It's not about, um, you know, that new job. You know, and those things, God thinks about that stuff. You know, God cares about that. But ten years down the line, as you're seeking Him and you see those things fulfilled, those things aren't going to really matter. What's going to matter is now your hope has been created in Him. Yeah, right. Okay? Now your hope is in Him and not in the job, not in the new car, not in all these little things. It becomes established in Him. And that is the purpose of the prophetic. You know, our teams back at home, I I tell them, I'm like, you know, we go in. You know, I, I have times where I stretch my team. I'm like, hey, I want you guys to be a little bit more specific and everything like that because I'm trying to grow them. There's times where we pull back from that. But I always remind them, we are not drawing that person to ourselves. When that person walks out of the room, it's good that they even forget who prophesied over them, for one. That would be great. But, but the thing is, we're not, and for one, we're not there to um, answer any questions. Come on. We're not there to answer and solve their problems. Right. We just can't. Okay, we're not there to, to you know, per se, we're not, we're not there to just, I know this sounds even mean, but we're not there to even heal them. Right. Okay, we are there to inspire them to seek the Lord. Come on. When they walk out of that room, 
There should be hope in their heart and the desire, which really is the nature of hope, Mm -hmm. is to seek the Lord. Is to inquire of the Lord more. And that is the purpose of it. Either when you're receiving the Word or you're giving a Word, it is that they will go to the Lord. And, you know, and I think we've done pretty well with that. And it's hard. I mean, <laughs> um, I, again, I love the prophetic. There's not a lot of other things I like to do more when it comes to ministry. Okay. I, I can do it. I've, I've gotten to a point where I can do it a very long time. Matter of fact, I get very energized by it. Okay. I'm like, once I get going, it's just like, I can do this all night. It's great. Cause I'm like, I feel the Lord. I'm like, I'm, I'm, it's almost like caffeine for me and I'm just ready to go, you know? And, um, but, but what's hard is you want to take credit for it. Yeah. That's, that's the tough thing when you're delivering a word is you want to take credit for it. Because oftentimes, you know, people come back and they'll, oh, that was great, you know, you know, you're a prophet or you're this, you're that, you're this, and you know, and you, <laughs> it gets, I'll be honest, it got to my head a couple of times, okay? But the thing is, is that does not do that person any good. It doesn't do them any good. You know, some people are well-meaning, but it doesn't do them any good. Because I, the fact of the matter is, is uh, I, without the Holy Spirit, trust me, I'm not, I'm not very special in the sense of I, I, I don't have much of a gift, okay? I'm not born. You know, some people have this nat- natural ability. I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand all that realm. But I, I, it's pretty I, – I don't have like a sixth sense, a sixth sense or anything like that. It's like – it's, it's – you know, if I'm not looking at the Lord, it's it's pretty pathetic. Okay, just being honest with you, and um, and and that's a good place to learn. Okay, and that's a good place to be. Yeah. But I, I just felt I just wanted to say that as we go on this week and this weekend, and you know, you know, the gift of prophecy also is, you know, in the New Testament is given, you know, is given as a gift. You know, in um, First Corinthians 12 names the gifts of the Spirit and everything, some um, healing, some words of knowledge, some prophecy, you know, so on and so forth. And in the gift of prophecy, um, let, me, let me just say this. A lot of people were asked me, well, how do I know if I have the gift of prophecy or how do I know I have the gift of healing? And I, and I say this, do you want to prophesy? And they'll say, yes. I'm like, you have the gift of prophecy. Simple as that. It might not be well developed, but you have the gift of prophecy. And I believe that's where, um, and then in two chapters later, um, Paul just mentioned, you know, eagerly, eagerly desire the gifts. Okay? If you're desiring a gift, the Lord is going to give it. The Lord has actually already put it in you. Okay? Um... And so, in, in the sense of the gifting part, you know, it's just simple as that. You're wanting to give somebody something. Your desire is to give somebody uh, a prophetic word. Your desire is that person could hear God's voice. Okay? And that is the gifting of the prophetic. All right? Um, 
Now you also, and this is just a semantics thing, okay? I believe that you can incorporate all really one word, but you have hearing God's voice, and again, this is just a semantics thing, and then you have prophecy. All right, hearing God's voice, all of us, okay, hear God's voice, either by dreams, visions, um, you know, there's you know, just hearing a still small voice, there's other ways too. You know, what Christ did for us on the cross, sins forgiven, we automatically can hear Him. Matter of fact, a lot of people who say that God doesn't speak still hear Him. Yeah, yeah. Okay? I think Rick Joyner says it best. He has a lot of friends, that's, you know, a lot of um, colleagues that say, well, God doesn't speak today. And Rick Joyner will ask him, well, how, why, how did you get into ministry? Well, God called me. <laughs> well, how did God call you? Okay, but if he didn't, he can't speak today. Okay, so even people who say that God doesn't speak today is still hearing God. Okay, and then you have the gift of prophecy. Okay, and again, this is just the semantics. This isn't um, some doctrine or anything like that. You know, if you want to wrap it all under prophecy, that's fine too. Is prophecy is desire to give it out to somebody else. Okay, to communicate God's thoughts to somebody else, to communicate the Father's heart to somebody else. That is the gift of prophecy. All right. Now, can we all work under the gift of prophecy? Yes, but there's some people here, I can guarantee you, you think healing. You're always wanting to pray for healing. And guess what? You have the gift of healing. And there's just some people that, like me, I don't, I like praying for healing, but I'd rather prophesy all day. Okay, that's just me. I'd just rather be doing that. Okay, so I have a tendency to, again, gifting and desire of ministering out and giving away is in prophecy. Okay, why would we need prophecy if all of us can hear God? Well, Paul also mentioned that in. You know, First uh, Corinthians 13. We all, you know, it's the love chapter, talking about love. Okay. And he also said, you know, we, we see through a dim glass. We don't see clearly, all of us. But one day, one day we will. One day when the fullness of the kingdom, one day when we see Jesus, and we will. Why? Because Jesus is the word of God. And we, when we communicate with him, when we see him in, in full glory, when we see, see the kingdom, whatever that's going to be, we're going to be, there's going to be no hindrances in our communication with one another. Okay? We're going to be able to communicate with each other freely without some weird, you know, well, I think she meant this, or I think he meant this, he looked, you know, he looked at me wrong, or anything like that. And we're going to be able to do the same with the Lord. Okay? And the same with healing. Guess what? One day, we're not going to need healed. One day, that's not, one day, we're not going to need a miraculous sign to boost our faith. Okay? Why? Because we're going to constantly behold the glory of the Lord. So one day, those things are going to cease. Because obviously, when you're, you know, God is love, we're going to, you know, be consumed in His love. Love 
will be all around us. There's not there's going to be no barriers. But until then, we do not hear God's voice very clearly. Okay? We need help. I'll be I, I'm I'll be really honest with you. One of the hardest things for me is to hear God for myself in certain areas. It seems like a brick wall to hear God in certain areas of my life. It just it's like why can I hear him? Why can't I hear him? Now ends up a lot of times I am hearing him but I just not trusting him. So again it is it is something that I'm imperfect. Okay? But you know what I need? I need others with the gift of prophecy. I need somebody to speak into my life. I need somebody to speak hope to me. We need one another. We need one another. Even the greatest prophet, you know, probably one of the ones that I probably have heard and everything, like Bob Jones, I mean, I don't know if anybody heard of him. I mean, his gifting is ridiculous. And yet, he made a mistake about a year ago. Is the Lord spoke to him is about the uh, last year's election, and he, he spoke to him a certain thing, and Lord's like, and Bob Jones like, oh okay, and so he made he made a move. He's like, okay, this is what's going to happen, and he just didn't even think about it. And here it didn't happen, and Bob Jones went back to the Lord and said, well, why didn't this happen? And he said, and Lord said, you assumed. The whole purpose was, was for you to seek me. And Bob Jones is like, I mean, 30 years. I mean, he's been an active prophetic minister 30 years. Some of the prophetic words he's gotten is just crazy. Okay, and he's very crazy accurate, but he made a mistake. He assumed. He didn't trust the Lord in a certain area. You know, and so we're all vulnerable to that. So we need one another. We need each other to have the gift of prophecy, and we need even even the ones that aren't hearing God's voice clearly. We need to hear. You know, we're here to speak out prophecy so that it stirs somebody else's heart, so they will seek the Lord. Okay. Okay. I could talk all night about prophetic, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. But I think what we're going to do is um, let's go ahead and stand up again. And like I said, um, throughout throughout this weekend, you know, tomorrow we're going to do a workshop on hearing God's voice just for yourself, and then we're going to also do a workshop then. In, in the afternoon about, you know, activating in the prophetic, me ministering to other people. But again, my emphasis and my point of tonight was to stir in your heart the desire to hear the Lord. Now, obviously, you desire to hear the Lord if you're here tonight. You're curious about the prophetic. You know, but one of the things I felt coming in is that some of you have had some, you know, tough tough moments with the prophetic you've had people hurt you in the prophetic or you know you just heard some horror stories and everything like that and we're just going to take a moment we're just going to wait on the lord and and 
We're just going to do a couple just quick little forgiveness prayers of just surrendering to the Lord, okay? Um, you know, not, nothing weird or nothing hardcore or anything, but it's just, you know, I think, I think when we forgive somebody and we're willing to do that, that is simply trusting the Lord, okay? That is one of the most simplest acts of faith that we can do. But yeah, it's also one of the acts of faith in which the Lord just loves. Because that's humility, and God just can't resist humility. There's something about humility He just loves. He just he can't resist it. He's going to come upon you. <laughs> He's going to run after you. Yeah. You know, when you humble yourself and you're willing to trust Him, he just, he, just some, he just delights in that. He smiles. He chases after you at this point. And it's nothing you really have to do. Just be honest. You know, humility is just honesty. So it's just going to take a moment. And I'm just going to ask the Holy Spirit just to, you know, we're just going to wait on Him for a moment. And just, you know, if there's anything that comes up, you know, in a moment I'll, I'll say a quick forgiveness prayer. But if anything comes up, just begin to release it to the Lord. Be honest about the feeling. You know, there's obviously either numbness or anger that oftentimes comes up. And either of them come up, even if it's numbness. That's me. I normally, when I have unforgiveness or or wound or something, I'm usually numb. Is how I usually react to it. And it's took me years to recognize that. There's just no feeling at all. Or it's anger. Okay? And just be honest with the Lord. Just say, look, I have this. I have this memory. I'm either numb or I'm angry or whatever. And say, I want to forgive. I want to release that. Because I want to hear from you. I want to grow in this. So Holy Spirit, just we thank you for tonight. We just thank you for your presence. We thank you for the ability to hear you. We thank you for, we just thank you for your sweetness. We thank you for how good you are. You know, we just thank you for, you know, just the fact that we can hear you. And Holy Spirit, I just ask that if there's any there any wounds in any of us that unforgiveness of things of past past hurts when it came to the prophetic and the prophetic ministry or misconceptions that we've had Lord you just bring those memories up If there's a memory that came up, and you know, just 
just repeat this simple just prayer you know or, or you can say it however you want to but just say you know father i forgive this person just I forgive the, you know, how they misused your word. And Father, I just, I release them now into your hands. And I just speak a blessing into their, into their life. Of your overflowing love. You know, as simple as that, that is righteousness as simple as that so now there's hope so now just just Father I accept I accept this hope I accept your love just in your own way just just begin to just say to the Lord I want to seek you I want to hear you more than anything more than anything Lord I want to hear you I just hear I just hear the Lord just mentioning I just hear the Lord there there's something about some past words of knowledge that have brought disappointment to you. Those are just a couple people and I just I just feel the Lord just saying that you know the Lord has not forgotten those words of knowledge. The Lord has not forgotten those words of knowledge. There's been some people that have had words of knowledge of healing in past services, a, a, a particular body part or whatever. And the Lord's just saying, I have not forgotten that word of knowledge.
fact, I think uh, we mentioned this earlier. There's, I, I just feel there's been, it was said even in the, during worship time, that the disappointment that has, you know, and it says in Romans, in Romans 5, you know, rejoice in your trials, for your trials produce perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope. And this hope will not disappoint. And I just, I just sense that there's been some disappointment on past prophetic words that you have, you have just, you know, you've literally put them on the shelf. And there's a healthy time to put things on the shelf. But then there's also a time where you have to go and dust that shelf off and bring those down. Because sometimes when we leave them on the shelf, that's just a sign of just we've, of disappointment. And I just, I just want to encourage you just to, as this night goes on or this you know, weekend goes on and those words begin to stir back up, speak those words out. Remind yourself of those words. You know, what did God tell Israel continually through the Old Testament? Remember what I did when I pulled you out of Egypt. Remember these words that I spoke to you. Remember, 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 remember. Remembering is faith. And faith you stir that up and hope just becomes the atmosphere and I believe there's something about hope that we have not tapped into that is going to release the supernatural like we've never seen released before there's something about hope that we have not tapped into because as these three things remain faith, hope, and love So if there's some prophetic words that you have just put off to the side and there's that sense of, you know when there's disappointment because you just don't even want to talk about it, okay? I just encourage you, begin to just first give that to the Lord. Just Let's go ahead and just do this little prayer. Father, hear all these words that I have not seen fulfilled. In, in all honesty, Father, I'm disappointed. But I hand these words to You. Because You are my living hope. You are the resurrection and the life. You are the one who spoke these words and none of your words return empty. And Father, I forgive you for not moving in my timetable. 
and I surrender my timetable. I just felt that lifted a lot of people. I just felt a little bit of a burden lift there. Have joy and hope. How do we hope for things we do not have? How can you hope for something you already have? You know, creation longs and groans. That's what hope does. disappointed he's not angry for you at you just being discouraged let him just speak to you as it as your daddy just let him speak to you as your daddy
a good word, wasn't it? Good word. Thank you, Father. Lord, just pray that uh, uh, what you deposited in us uh, through Chris's sharing, uh, Lord, and what you've deposited in us through your Holy Spirit just working, would continue to grow and uh, expand in us, Lord, and be, we could experience a transformation that is possible through your, your word and your presence. Thank you so much, Lord. Amen, amen. Well, we have a few more things. Um, we're going to take an offering. I don't know if anybody... Yeah, they're ready. Um, <clears throat> in the seat pocket, there's some envelopes. And uh, one thing is that we didn't charge anything for this conference, uh, but it isn't free to, to bring people up and, and host a whole team. So uh, we do encourage you, if um, if God uh, puts it on your heart or if you want to give a blessing for the blessing that you're receiving, you can do that. Um, we make it really easy here to give us money. <laughs> All right. We sat down and thought, how many ways can we figure out how to, how to receive money? And so there's actually five different ways. You can give online. It's, every chair has one of these green cards in it. You can do a PayPal app. That's how I do it on my phone. I just pull up PayPal and send it to office at newdaycommunity.org and boop goes from my checking account into the church's account. Uh, there's a connection counter. I don't know. Yeah, the iPad is set up on the connection counter, which is in the back underneath of those uh, wonderful photographs. And so there's an app for that. You can just give there. You can actually put a check or cash in the, in the actual envelope. <laughs> or you can fill out the envelope with your debit credit card information. <clears throat> right? You could throw money at us. Okay? <laughs> Any way you want to do it, we will receive it. <laughs> and we will be very, very blessed. And so Mark and uh, the ushers would come forward and uh, uh, we'll pray for the offering. <clears throat> Lord, we thank you so much that uh, you have so much to give. And I, I thank you that you are a God that loves to communicate. That it's, it is your nature to communicate, and you have a lot to communicate to all of us and to each of us. Lord, we thank you that uh, we are able to sow into uh, this ministry by giving financially. And just pray blessing upon everyone that this would be used to further your kingdom. In Jesus' name, everyone said, Amen. Amen. All right. So we did not get through even half of the people that signed up for prophetic words tonight. Um, yeah. And what's going to happen is this. If you want to stay and hang out, you can do that, and they will continue to minister. Uh, and we will get through. Now, if you're coming tomorrow at 1030, we're going to have a two-hour segment where they're going to be ministering to people. And so there, we'll be able to get through a lot more people during that time because we're not going to take the time. of We'll sing just one song and then just jump right into ministry. And so... It's fine. If you're going to leave tonight and not stay for min, uh, to receive a prophetic word, I just ask you to do this very important thing. Are you listening? This is an important thing. Are you listening? All right, come on, it's a quiet crowd tonight. All right, you need to give your little card back to Tori so she can cross your name off the list so we know that you're not here. Does that make sense? So the little card that you're holding, if you're going to leave and just come back tomorrow, give that to her 
and uh, she'll cross off if you can't sit. But if you're going to stay, just hang out here. We'll put on some music. You can stay in here. We'll, you can fellowship in the back, and they'll continue to, to minister to people for 45 minutes, an hour or so, how long it takes. Um, uh, uh, they're willing to stay. So, um, But if you can come tomorrow, we'll minister that. Uh, you can do that as well. All right, and uh, tomorrow's session is at 10.30. And then the afternoon session begins at 4 o'clock in Vandalia, which is 50-minute drive. It's You just go to Three Rivers, hang a right on M60, go 15 minutes. Church is right on M60. And, yeah, when you're driving west on M60, when you see the water tower, come on. There's got to be significance there. <laughs> We're at the base of the water tower, almost. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, the church is right there. Of course, you're invited to come down there if you want. And there's a bunch of people down there just waiting for us to come. And then there's a 7 o'clock service as well down there. And for the people who come to the 4 o'clock, there will be food uh, in between. Or you can run out and get something if you can find some place in Vandalia that serves food. <laughs> it's not a big town. <laughs> All right. Right. Um, I believe. Uh, oh yeah, childcare ends at nine, and so if you have kids being watched, you can hang out, but they'll have to hang out with you. Is that all right? All right. Guess what? We're done. Why don't you stand up, introduce yourself to someone? If you're going to stay and wait for ministry, keep your eye on the screen, and I'll also uh, maybe we'll announce the number on the microphone. That would be a good idea, eh? All right, God bless you. Thanks for coming. Hope to see you tomorrow. Number 23 for prophetic ministry at this time. Number 
Number 24 for prophetic at this time, please. Number 24. Number 24 for prophetic, please. Number 24. Number 25 for prophetic at this time. Number 25.
Uh, we use Pro Presenter 5. What is it? It's Pro Presenter 5. Is it Apple based? Um, I think that they have both versions, but obviously we use a Mac. Pro Presenter 5. I believe it's a um, software specifically designed for churches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's Have really you ever neat. Have Media Shout at all? We used to use that. I never used Media Shout. I actually just started on the graphics team this year. So, yeah. so um, sorry, I have, to keep, oh, I have to keep my eye on this over here, but, um, so, it's, uh, we have playlists that we use, um, so in each one of these folders it has, like, so we have a pre-service here, um, so in the pre-service it has, like, all of our announcements, which we can put a timer on, they're, like, 15 yeah. seconds each, yeah. and they just loop through, and then they re-loop when they get to the end. Yeah, you can edit them on the fly, you yeah. can just right-click and do a quick edit, and just edit on the fly. Does it do spell check within the area? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Um, then you have your worship service where you would drop your songs in, yeah. which are you know saved in, and then your Does sermon. Does CCLI for the song base or you use something else? Um, I think that you actually have to put the songs in. Um, where are you getting them? You're not actually typing them in. Number twenty-six for prophetic ministry at this time, please. Number twenty-six. So, I, well, a lot of times we do, we do check them in just because sometimes our worship team will kind of use some of their own lyrics in a song, they can just, you know, pre-close it, but a lot of times what we'll do is we'll go out and get the uh, lyrics off of the internet and just copy and paste them in and edit it with me. So, it doesn't have a lot of songs in it. As far as I know, but it's possible that it might come with a set of songs. Jeff, as you accumulate a song, you can Number 27 for prophetic at this time, please. Number 27. Uh, yeah, as, as you put a song in and you save it, it'll stay there. So right, right here I have a list of songs because I was looking for that Draw Near song earlier. When they were um, when they were playing that, but we don't have it in there, so I couldn't I couldn't put the lyrics up. Yeah. But and then we have the sermon where usually um, we have this welcome with all of ours, but um, usually it, actually we can paste uh, in a, a link to a Google document, and then we can actually hit play and present it right from the Google document. The well. It's actually there's actually a way to create on like on like a, on a web-based document that we're able to present. I I actually I actually just run the graph like I actually just run the slideshow during the service. I don't do any of the prep at this yeah. time, okay, so I don't really know the answer to that question. Okay. But um, yeah, I mean it's just a it's a really simple flow. Like once you get the hang of it, it has neat um, neat things in it like. Um, like this right here, I'm using this message that overlays onto the onto the screen, um, and you can do things like countdowns until your service starts. And then here, there's a Bible where I can like on the fly, I can just open the Bible first, and I can type it in to search it, and all that stuff. 
Like right, right there, what we're showing up there, welcome to the property. You're obviously yeah, so there's a message box right here that comes down from here, okay, and I have, we already have one predetermined for, it says, so it says personal prophetic ministry number, and then all I have to do is put the number in, and then hit show message, and then it'll show, yeah, it'll show it on the screen, and then I can hit hide, and it'll go away. And I can edit this while it's showing, and then hit show message and just show the new one, and the old one will fade away. So if I don't want to hide it, like, hey, I don't know for sure that they went out there, and I just want to keep it until she tells me the next number, then I'll just leave it up there, and then the next t number, I'll just hit that, and it'll just switch for me. How reliable is this? It's really good. The only time we really have problems with it is when the computer's been running for a long time or it's been open for a long time. So usually what we do... Number 28 for prophetic ministry at this time, please. Number 28. Um, so usually what we do is at the start of like on the start of the service when we get we usually get here about an hour before service starts so that we can you know call, like uh, um, so what we usually do is just restart the computer so that everything gets things back. Yeah. What, what about um, YouTube videos and stuff like that? Is that fairly easy to, to plug into this? Um, I mean, I think that this is a fairly new system to us, and I know that she has problems with getting the YouTube to work, but I think it's something where you can get it to work. Sorry, just a second. Um, number 29 for prophetic ministry at this time, please. Number 29. Um, so I think you, I, I, there's probably a way to do it, and I haven't worked with it long enough to figure it out because I'm pretty tech savvy, but I just haven't got a chance to work with this very much. Yeah. But Diane, who's the actual leader of the team, she she says that she has problems with getting the YouTube videos and stuff. Like clips of movies and stuff like that, they're a little bit more difficult to integrate, but I'm sure that it's just something that once you learn it, it's just so much stuff to learn how to do. Yeah. If you don't mind me asking those questions. Oh, it's fine. Then we have, you know, if we have other, other, you know, other things that we do, like we have a predetermined set of things, you know, depending on what what's going on. Yeah. You know, if we have other, see, they have a some sort of document or something in here, something that, you know, some a video or something that loops. So these the slides are pretty easy to edit too. Like, uh, let's see here. So. I, she actually left these blank with a back, a blank background because she knows that I like to pick the background based on the song and like yeah. the season. Yeah. So you can actually just grab, grab one of these and just drag it up and drop it, and it just changes the background and leaves oh. the words. Do you have? Do you have a, uh, do you have a basic background? Yeah, it, right here there's a bin that it stores oh. videos and images. Okay. So you can just open the one that you want. Okay, and drag and drop it on the yeah, can you drag and drop it on the song? Or do you have to drag and drop it on the course? I haven't figured out how to do the whole song, but I, I'm sure that there's a way. Okay, so right now you just drag and drop it on each on one. On each one, yeah. I tried to, you can highlight all of these yeah. at the same time. I just don't know. 
I've never got it to work where I can just drag and drop it onto like a whole full one. So you can just highlight them all. And then if you drag it and drop it, it just turns the one. So I don't know. Maybe if I highlight them and like go to it from a different, I don't know. Can you you can, yeah, you can collapse it. So you can just click the arrow. You can also um, make them make the slides bigger or smaller. Like if you have a hard time seeing them. Oh, okay. I like that. So. Make all, the, make all of them the same. It'll stay at whatever the last thing you chose was. So I, I mean, I haven't gotten very much time to actually like play with the program itself. That's what I like to do, but I've only I ran it twice on Sunday morning and then once tonight. So. Okay, got it. I know that the other the what's the one you say you use? The scout. That's a free a free one, isn't it? No. No. Okay. No, not by okay. I think this one requires like a site license or like yeah. A so it's media scout. Yeah. Yeah. The only trouble with media the, the trouble with media scout is that there are some hiccups with with videos. There are some hiccups with other things. It gets stuck, and uh, and it's it's a fairly expensive thing. It's like three hundred bucks a year. Oh yeah. You know, and so, and you get gets outdated real quick, and they, yeah. there's still some pieces to that that are not easy. Um, and the yeah. thing I hate the most is you can't you can't spell check stuff that you edit. You know what I mean? It's yeah, really, that's it's, crazy. It's really good to like you know review. I mean, one of the things that I do in the morning when I get here is I review all the slides to make sure everything's yeah. spelled right. Yeah. And I make sure that it's punctuated correctly or that the songs are broken down so that they flow. Oh yeah. With the way that the worship leader is singing it. So it's actually funny because um, one of these songs, she sent me a picture of it earlier while I was at work. It says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom and in your presence is flu. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but yeah. it's still on there. It's funny. I think it's supposed to be like um, fullness of joy or something like that. Yeah, but the word got edited. Yeah, got edited wrong, and there's not there's not the rest of the song on there. Yeah, well, we have the same problem with you know Sunday morning announcements. I type, type them all in, and every once in a while you just you, you do a typo. You know what I mean? Yeah. And without spell check, it, you know. Well, the nice thing with the type, if you see it, you can always like. What you can do is just right click on it, hit quick edit, and then yeah. you can you can edit it. Yeah. Number thirty, prophetic ministry for number thirty at this time, please. So you can you know, if you found a typo then you could just yeah. you know, fix it really quick and then you just and it doesn't affect what you have on the screen, all you can do is hit the X and it will close out and it doesn't and if it's the slide that you're in, so all you do is you click edit, you fix it, and then you click on it, exit, and then in order to actually get it to show that it fixed, it, you have to click on the screen and get the slide again. Yeah. Got it.
Number 31 for prophetic ministry at this time, please. Number Number 32 for prophetic ministry at this time, please. Number 32. Hey. Is this the command center? Yes, it is. <laughs> Sorry I haven't helped you with anything. I just... Uh, help me with anything. Well, you're like, yeah, with the um, stuff over it. The baggage? No, not baggage. Um... Oh, oh, that's all right. I asked Diane already. She said that we have a, we still have a license for media shout, I think. So she said that we might be able to use that. It's not expired. Oh. But she doesn't think that we can use um, her presenter over there. So. I need to get myself a magazine. <laughs> she says you've got the perfect announcer voice. Is this, a, is this a messaging program? Yeah, Tori's messaging me through Google Hangout. Oh. Who uses Google Hangout? They do. It? Well, it's it's through New Day Ministry. It's the uh, New Day Graphics team. Oh, uh, gotcha. I have it, but I never hey, use it. Hey, we should get a group me. A what? A group me going. Do you know what GroupMe is? No. Okay, so GroupMe is like Hangouts, but you, uh, okay, so at work? No, it's not Facebook. So, like, I'm about to go out there and get my profile. So, it's like this. So, at work? So, at work? No, I didn't want to do that. But, it, but at work, work, work we, we have all these people there. So oh, so that multiple people can text you in one message? Not really, but I accidentally just hit 32 even though she didn't announce it. Oops. You just added me on Facebook. I did? Yeah, you, you, you requested me. I was like, Who's me? Come to Facebook. Uh, <laughs> I have your Facebook account. Like a week or a month oh, ago. maybe. Yeah. She's like, You've got the perfect announcer voice. Who <laughs> said that? Sorry. We're good at it. I had the, another guy from another church who came up here. He's like, he's like, I'm gonna type, I'm gonna type to you at my church, and I just want this stuff. What program do you use? <laughs> they asked me all about it. 
He wanted to know about um, how how videos are, like YouTube videos and stuff. And I told him that, from what I understood, it was still a little difficult to, to get him into play right and everything. Yeah. Videos on the computer work fabulous. YouTube videos, yeah. Number 33 for prophetic ministry at this time, please. Number 33. Especially <laughs> 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 pay attention. Did you, you told me that we might be able to use the media shower as well, right? Actually, I don't know how to do it on a Mac. I know how to do it on a PC. Did it? Uh, 